Welcome back to another episode of the Aim For You Ladies podcast, where we focus on self-acceptance, our mindset, and living our best life. I'm your host, Sophia Tuckett. Welcome, 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 ladies. Thank you for being here today. And if you're new to the show, stick around with me for years to come. We live in a world where people decide who we are before we open our mouths. Our presentation is of the most importance. And Audrea Price is here joining me to speak about how she became a fashion designer and stylist and the inner work she's had to go through to get to where she is today and why she's so audacious with where she is in life now. The name of the brand is Like No Other Greek. Take a moment to subscribe, like, and rate the show either on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And every single one of your reviews matter to me and it supports the show more than you will ever know. So thank you for being here. Thank you for those of you who have already rated the show and has reviewed it. I intend each and every one of you stick around to the end of the show. There's so much insight here. Let's dive into it. Andrea, I want to get an idea on how you came up with Like No Other Greek and where the name came from and what inspired you to start the fashion line. All right. So the funny thing is the name actually did not come from me. My friend actually gave me the name. Um, And I wanted a name that would be able to span across all business types. Um, so if I had a party planning business, if I had any kind of business and when I was thinking about that, I was just, you know, talking and sharing with my friend and she was like, well, how about like no other, my last name is price. And so I was going to do priceless, but I was like, well, I want to get married. And so I don't want my business name to be connected. And she was like, well, how about like no other? And I was like, I love that because if it's any, anything that you do, so because in anything you do, you want to be like no other. You want to be unique. You want to be your own. So I thought that was a great name. And the reason I started a fashion brand is because I struggled with feeling beautiful and confident. Um, I shared with you in our talk together um, that I was I was raped when I was in college. And it took a toll on my self-esteem. It took a toll on how I felt how I just came off to the world. You know, I wore a mask for a long time. People thought, oh, she's so confident. But on the inside, I was truly crumbling. So nobody really knew the things that I was facing because I internalized them and I held them, you know, to myself. Now, that that doesn't mean that I couldn't have shared, but I just didn't feel comfortable sharing. You know, when I shared with my family, they were like, well, you know, we don't talk about this. You know, they did help me. But they sent me to a therapist and the therapist was very helpful. But after my therapy ended, I didn't continue with it because I felt at the time, this was in 2004, it was just like still very taboo. I think now everything is like self-help, self-love, go to therapy, all that. But back then it wasn't like that. And I was actually in New Orleans outside in that sweltering heat. If anybody (laughs) listening has been to New Orleans, you know, it is literally 100 degrees outside and I will wear a sweatshirt 
and a hoodie, put my hood on top of my head and wear sunglasses when I went to therapy because I didn't want people knowing I was going. Um, and so I crossed in my sorority. And when I crossed my sorority, we got these big boxy oversized men's t-shirts. And I was just like, you know, I was happy to be in the sorority, but that didn't really make me feel beautiful and confident. And so that's where like no other Greek birth from. I wanted to make sure that women, um, right now, women in divine nine sororities um, feel beautiful and confident when they put on their clothes. I want to make sure they're able to see, they're able to feel how they truly want to feel when they get dressed. Hmm. I love that. And thank you for sharing. Um, Cause I know, you know, going through trauma like that, it could really hinder us. And I'm sure, you know, a listener out there might be able to resonate with that story on multiple levels. So thank you for sharing. When it comes down to the style of the clothing and the way it's designed, um, how do you feel it resonates with different body types? So that's actually extremely important to me because I have struggled with weight. My weight has gone up and down over the years. And so I want to make sure when you put the clothes on, you don't feel any kind of way like, oh, I can't wear this because of X, Y, and Z. So a lot of my items that I create, they actually cover the backside, um, like the bottom. Um, but if you want something that's shorter, we also, so I guess I have different different styles for different people, but I have things that are wider cut. If you don't want things that are tight, I have things that are more fitted if you want something fitted. So making sure that there's something for everybody and making sure that we have a range of sizes from extra large up into 4XL, because no matter what size you are, you are beautiful. And I have to remind myself of that sometimes. Um, even right now, I'm up on my weight and I actually go in the mirror and stand there naked and I tell myself that I'm beautiful because a lot of the times when we're up on weight or we don't feel that good, you know, you cover up, you hide. And it's like, no, if you do that, you're teaching your mind and your brain to act that way. And that's what you're going to reflect out in the world. So it's actually funny. This is the first time in my life where I've been up on my weight, but I'm not bothered and for me to even share it with you, like, I know I'm not bothered. It's just like, okay, like, so what? I still look good. I still know what I know. I still feel amazing. And I'm taking better care of myself. And, you know, the reason I'm up on my weight is I've been traveling a little bit. And I could have done a little bit of better job while traveling, but I didn't. But I'm not beating myself up. I'm bracing myself. And I think that's what we have to do, um, as pe especially as women. I can't even say as people, as women. Yeah, I think you you said it perfect there, embracing ourselves on where we're at, letting go of that constant judgment that typically creeps in if we're 10 pounds heavier or 15 pounds heavier, because when we stick to the negativity, it lingers and it, it can easily become a habit and habits become personality traits. And then we end up being this person that we developed that we didn't even know how we got to. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, when you think about your journey with your body and, you know, the trauma you've been through, what two main tips can you share with the listeners um, that has supported you to get to where you are today? 
the first one is the one I just said about like loving yourself and checking in with your body and gracing yourself. It's really just about self-love, honest to goodness. And the reason I say that it's about self-love, I'll go a little bit deeper. When you love yourself and you honor yourself, you just naturally make better choices. So, you know, like this morning, I've had a lot of water. I was like, okay, Andrea, we're going to get this weight off. I think it's like seven or eight pounds. It's like, okay, I'm going to get this weight off, but I'm not going to beat myself up about it. I'm not even going to like diet. Like I'm just going to make better choices. And it just comes naturally. And that's actually how I ended up losing weight and keeping it really off. Um, I think I lost about 35 pounds. And although, you know, I've gone up and down with the, with the, like, within 10 pounds, but keeping like the main 25 pounds off was really mindfulness. And so the way you're, once you love yourself, you're able to be mindful. So that's the first tip, be mindful and love your body and show yourself that self-love. And then two, I know a lot of people are not going to like this second piece of advice, but really you got to stay off social media sometimes um, and just be happy with the real. Um, one of my favorite people that I like as a celebrity is Gabrielle Union. Um, she actually had the same experience as I did when she was, I don't know how old she was, but when she was younger and, she, but she's very real. And I like that about her. Like she just had a picture of her and her husband out on the beach and, or a video. She didn't like try to like put a filter on it. And, you know, she has a little bit of cellulite, but that just made me love her even more. Um, so just staying off of, so, and I did see that on social media, but she's not the average. Most people, especially like these influencers, they'll be like, oh, go to the gym, do all these reps. Well, ma'am, you went to see Dr. Miami. So it's like, <laughs> it's not real. And so right. I would just say, consume realness. Maybe I won't say stay off of social media, consume realness, because maybe your feed is made up of, up of real people. And even for me, I love the brand Airy. I'm not sure if you all have that in Canada, but it's like the American Eagle brand, but they actually use real women. They don't throw filters on their pictures. They also, um, and again, I apologize because I'm not knowledgeable on this, but a woman has a bag um, that's on her stomach um, connected. It, it's some kind of health thing, but nonetheless, it's a real woman who has some kind of real disease or illness and they didn't try to hide it. And I just love the fact that they use everyday people and honest to goodness they get my money all the time because it's real yeah it's so true what is the brand called say it again airy a-e-r-i-e -E. but they just sell oh, go yeah ahead. they sell like crop tops and um leggings they sell like more loungewear comfort wear things you could work out in that's the type of apparel they sell nice i like it I don't know if I've heard of, I don't think I've heard of them, but I'll definitely check it out. And I agree with that. N not so much to stay off social media because I feel like a lot of us adults are addicted to it, but I had read an interesting uh, study a couple weeks back because I was invited to do a live on Facebook for a friend's um, workout group. And the topic I did was self-comparing habits and I was giving tips, right? And uh, I spent some time doing some research and I did some research and I found 90% of women are comparing themselves to other women on social media. And I thought it was so rele relevant to bring forward because 90% is huge, one. And two, you guys are here in this group because you're trying to lose weight. How are you comparing yourselves even amongst yourselves? 
You know what I mean? And what does that even look like? How does that even feel, right? Because we internalize these things. Our emotions are huge. And um, yeah, I just wanted to share that because if 90% of us are, you know, comparing ourselves to quote unquote, what we think a standard is for our bodies or for our lives, where does that leave who we are, our authentic selves to show up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a lot of people don't know their authentic self because they haven't spent time with themselves, so they don't know who they are. That's a valid point also. And I feel like that's like a whole nother conversation <laughs> that we can go quite left field on. Um, when you think about your journey to becoming a business owner and starting your fashion line, what would you say your two hardest lessons that you were able to learn and break through? I would say um, trusting your instinct. Like a lot of times we kind of like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. But no, you know, your body is telling you you're not listening to your body. And so I think that's the first thing. Trust yourself. And, you know, obviously when I say trust yourself, you do have to take in knowledge from, you know, resources, but make just make a decision based on data and your feelings and trust yourself. So that's the first thing. Um, and the second thing would be to promote yourself all the time. Um, promotion is not free. As we know, Facebook ads cost all sorts of things cost. But honestly, just promote yourself, like promote your business at all times. Tell people at the grocery store, tell people, like tell everyone about your business. Um, I was at an event not too long ago and people were like, oh, I don't know. I can't market because, you know, I can't just go up to people's houses and stuff. Well, some business owners actually, um, well, I can't say some, but I've heard, the story was told that a guy didn't have any clients. So what he started doing was driving Uber and he would tell every person who got into his car about his business. But his business was successful after a few months because he was able to tell. So if that's the only way you can share your story is with, you know, Uber driving, like just tell your story. People, you will find the right, well, the right people will find you. But for me, I used to be like, oh, I want to be humble. Like, I'm not going to talk about it. So I wouldn't talk about it. And it's like, people are actually excited to learn about your business, to know that you have a business and to know what it's about and even help you with your business to see if they can help bring you business, even if it's not directly with them. They're excited to say, oh, I know Sophia, she has a consulting company. So it's like, talk about your business. <laughs> so that, yeah. those are my two keys. You know, listening to you just go on that rant about talking about your business made me think of like myself in some way, because I don't naturally just go out of my way to talk about my business. If you're not asking, I'm not just going to talk about it because I feel like there's a place and a time for everything. Does that make sense? If I'm having oh, a conversation, <laughs> yeah, like if I'm having a conversation, I don't know. So recently I found myself talking about my business because someone asked, oh, what do you do? But for me to be like, oh, I do this. And when I hear other people do that in my head, I'm like, well, I'm naturally turned off because I didn't ask you. We were speaking about X, Y, Z, and now you're promoting your business to me. And I feel it's not really, um, it doesn't feel aligned to me to just talk about it. 
So I don't want to get like 100% too deep on this, but it also depends on your human design. So if you go and study what your human design is, it will probably tell you why. It'll tell you how you need to market your business. For my human design um, feature, I need to tell people what I offer and they'll tell me what they want. And then I provide the service for them. So I would just, for all of your listeners, I would tell you to go look up your human design and then that will tell you the best way for you to market your business. Okay. So this is new to me and I'm sure it might be new to some of the listeners. What is human design and what are you referring to? Okay. Human design is basically what it sounds like. It's your makeup. And so it's very deep and very it's not that deep. I'm just, I don't know everything about it just yet, but it's basically how you are designed to make business moves. And so when you go on the website and take the test, it'll tell you exactly how your human design um, is created and how you should market your business. So I believe it needs your birth date, the time of birth and your name. I think that's all the things that they need. And based on that, they can tell you how you how you promote business or how business, how you should promote your business. Mm, Okay. I've never heard of it. And just, is that something, you know, we would just Google, like, how do Mm -hmm. we find that? Yeah. Just Google it. Yep. Just Google human design and it'll be the first thing that pops up. Okay. Um, What adjective that starts with the first letter of your first name best describes you? Audacious. Audacious. How come? Because I have the audacity to do whatever I want. And this is this is still new to me. Like I am super excited that I lost my not lost my job. I left my job. Um, I remember the change in pace when I originally said I was losing my leaving, I keep saying losing, leaving my job. I was so nervous. I was so fearful, like my heart was in my stomach. I was scared to tell my family. You know, I made six figures and they were like, what in the world is wrong with you? You need to stay and all of this stuff. And I felt it like it was really, you know, hard for me. And then two weeks later, after leaving my job, I made one third of my salary two weeks after leaving my job. So after that, you know, my family was like, oh, that was just luck. And I was like, dang, dang, right? So I was like, so then that kind of got me in the pits again. I was just like, well, that was just love. And And so now that I've learned email marketing, I've learned social media, learning all these things has given me the courage and strength to be audacious and to do the things that I want. So it has really been about maybe a year, I guess a little bit over a year. I left in February, 2022, but a little bit over a year, but I feel audacious now because of the things that I've learned and the courage that I have um, gained over the past year and a year and some change. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because family can be bittersweet, right? When you want them to support you the most, it's like, no, I don't need to hear the negativity. I already have it in my head. My inner critic is giving, giving it to me, like just some support. And Mm -hmm. then there's like the smallest thing you'll tell them. And they're like, oh, and you're like, well, whatever. I don't even care about this. (laughs) You know, (laughs) that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Good on you. Pardon? They're on board. Like now they're like, oh, it's great. And I'm like, okay, 
Yeah, it's so funny. I don't know what that is. I wonder if it's just, I think it's like a combination of like family projecting. Like, I'm worried if you do this in a concerned way, but it never, it's never perceived how it should be if when they are worried. Do you know what I mean? They say it mm-hmm. and, and it's so negative. It's like, why do I even, why should I tell you anything? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So what is your vision for your clothing line within the next three to five years? My vision for my clothing line is to be the number one Greek apparel brand for all sororities and fraternities. And so that's what I'm shooting for. And that's what I'm aiming for. Right now, I don't have things aligned to make that happen. But I I truly believe as long as I continue to have the feelings, the thoughts, and I continue to do the work, that the opportunities will align for that to happen. Like right now, I only sell for sororities. So adding fraternities is something I need to do. Um, so, But I feel like everything happens in the right timing. So that is my ultimate goal in the next three to five years. And I also want to be able to offer, I'm not sure, scholarships in the sense of business or like business coaching, not necessarily educational scholarships, because although I think education is great, and if children are listening, I do believe in formal education. So I don't want to say like, oh, I don't believe in education, because I do. But I think that business coaching is something that is almost invaluable, that you cannot receive all this information when you're in college. Like, you need some real life experiences, and you need some coaching. And so for me to be able to grant um, women specifically who want to be business owners to be able to grant them some coaching because coaching really helped me um, go to the next level. It helped with my confidence. It helped with so many things and it's opening the door to so much. A lot of the times, a lot of us want to do things by ourselves, but you need help. We were built to be in community and, but it's about being in the right community. So I don't want to just say community. It's the right community. And so um, not every business coach is the best, but you'll have to find the one who suits you. But having a team and people who will cheer you on, especially when your family and friends are not cheering you on, is definitely helpful. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree with that. Adrea, if your life was a chapter book, what chapter do you feel like you're in right now? My best season ever. <laughs> <laughs> How come? So this month I was able to have the largest month ever financially for myself. Super excited about that. And so the best season ever, but yet walking on faith because I shared with you, um, I was going on this trip and I was just like, oh my goodness, I'm going to have to be away from my work, my computer. I'm not going to be able to make sales. And I made sales while I was there on my trip. And then when I came back from my trip, which was called, the class was called Alchemy of Abundance. I was able to clearly get the abundance in my financial livelihood. So the class works. So right now I'm walking in my best season ever because I know how I am supposed to operate. I know um, that I have to trust myself and I think right now that's what, not I think, that right now that's what I'm doing. I'm trusting myself and operating the way I'm supposed to operate. I love that. Thank you for sharing. Do you have a morning practice? 
I do. So in the morning, I do a morning meditation. Um, and the meditation is about, it's a visualization meditation. So a lot of times people do meditations to kind of get calm and all of this. That's nice, but you need to get into the life that you want. And so that's my visualization technique. Um, you can look up a lot of them on YouTube. There's one that I use. It's called Your Universe. Um, on her channel, she has um, a few of them. But you can go up there and just find a visualization meditation. And it helps you. She walks you through how to visualize the life that you want. And so that, I believe, helps open up opportunities because you're starting to think and feel and your body is starting to feel exactly what it needs to feel to get you to the life that you want. A lot of the times we're just looking on Instagram, but you're just you're more so feeling jealous and you're more so feeling um, maybe lack and other negative things. You're not really having the feeling of joy. This walks you through having the feeling of joy, confidence, love, peace. So it, you have to, she doesn't tell you what to visualize. She's just walking you through how to visualize. And so for me, that's part of my morning practice. And then I pray and I work out in the morning. Thank you. What is something you'd like to do more of and why? I want to go travel more. Yeah, <laughs> because see the world. Yes, I would love to see the world. And the reason I love to do this is because typically with my like regular six figure income, I was only able to go on trips for like a week or 10 days and or maybe 14 at the most. And, you know, you get to see, but I want to actually get um, like embraced and, and like involved in the culture of different places. So I don't want to just go there, go to two restaurants. You know, I want to be immersed in the culture, actually. So that is what I would love to do. And I'm working on Okay. Well, what are you thankful for right now? Honestly, I'm thankful. So I say this all the time. I'm thankful for everything. And I know this sounds it's like uh, so cliche, but I'm thankful for my eyes. I'm thankful for my nose. I'm thankful to be able to breathe. I'm thankful for a working body. Like, yes, I am thankful for the financial things, but just having health is one of the, like, we take it for granted, right? But People during COVID would have literally given up all of the money in their bank account to be where you and I are sitting right now today because they didn't make, I mean, some people didn't make it or people made it, but they have like, I don't know, they have all these other issues. I think they have COVID something. I don't remember, but they have other things going on wrong with them today. So my health is one thing that I'm grateful for because it makes me know that I'm supposed to continuously help other people. And I still have work to do on this, on this earth. Mm -hmm. What do you feel the most proud of yourself for, for 2023? I'm most proud of the confidence that I've given or that I have I'm able to exude. Um, 2022 was just one of those years. It's like, we're just making it. <laughs> um, you know, I walked out on faith. And so I feel like I am walking in my confidence. I feel like in 2022, I was faking it until I became it. But now in 2023, I feel like I am it. Mm, I am it. I love that. And do you have like a favorite quote or a poem you could share with us that you love? 
Um, I don't remember the scripture off the top of my head, but it's basically that you are fear. I am fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of Christ Jesus. And I know that that resonates so much with me because as a believer, you know, you think of Christ Jesus and what he sacrificed. And it's like, you are made in the image of that. You are worth more than rupees and gold. And it's just like, when you think of all of that, it's like, you you are a high value woman and you need to make people respect you. So it's like, forget this little woe is me attitude. It's like, no, I want to, I was made in Jesus's image. Jesus wasn't walking around like, woe is me. Even at the worst of times, like he didn't like shrink his head or shrink his shoulders. He stood up and he was confident even when times were bad, even when he was fasting, even when things were not going his way he still had confidence and courage and believed that God was going to save him. So that's, that's just the energy that I want. Like you have, I'm a high value person and you're going to have to treat me as such. Mm, you're going to have to treat me as such. I love that. Um, I'm going to ask you a series of questions and I want you to just throw out the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Okay. Uh, what makes you feel beautiful? My hair self-acceptance is necessary mandatory <laughs> not mandatory. optional yes um i am grateful for every day that i open my eyes in the morning how do you keep your mind clear from self-judgment meditation that's beautiful and a, yeah meditation and alone time but it, I, those are kind of the same thing mm-hmm if you could leave us with some motivation um, for the next week until the next episode, what would that be? Hmm. I, I don't like to sound cliche. So that's, <laughs> so give me one second to think about it. But basically you are like, you are absolutely a phenomenal woman. Like, absolutely. And I know we say that, those things but you have to feel those things and you have to feel your way into being a phenomenal woman. And I know that people will tell you, say affirmations. I'm not truly a fan of affirmations because it's not sinking down in your head. You have to get the feeling of phenomenal woman. Like you have to start feeling good. You have to like, I'm dancing because that's what I do to make myself feel good. I make myself smile to make myself happy and to get these feelings. So like think of a happy time or when somebody did something really nice for you or you felt the most beautiful, get that feeling going in your, in your body and soul and then start saying your affirmation so your body can believe it because you're thinking about something positive. So I, I know we all think we're phenomenal but we don't feel we're phenomenal. So I want you to feel like the phenomenal woman that you are, not just think that you're the phenomenal woman, feel that you're the phenomenal woman. Thank you. And that last piece of advice, right back at you, you are a phenomenal woman and believe that. <laughs> Thank you, you too. You are a phenomenal woman. You are a phenomenal woman. Let's flip that. I am a phenomenal woman. Say it, repeat it, breathe it, inhale it, close your eyes and dance to it. 
I am a phenomenal woman. Ladies, I hope you literally close your eyes, dance to it, repeat it, go in the mirror and believe it because you are a phenomenal woman. I intend you've loved today's episode. Please share it on your Instagram stories and tag me in it at aim for you consulting That's AIM, the number four letter U, consulting. And if you or a friend is working through the ups and downs of betrayal from your partner, you may want to get your hands on the other side of infidelity. The link is in the show notes. I am actively taking new clients right now. So if you are looking for a coach or looking to level up your confidence, don't hesitate to reach out. I am one click away from a consultation. Until next week, ladies, continue to aim for you and be well.